places where you'll never see a homeless person. Like the airport. There's no homeless people at the airport. You go to the bus station, they're on the bus beside you. But at the airport, they can't even get to it. They can't even get to it. You never seen a homeless person at the airport? You never been at your gate and some guy's like, hey man. I'm trying to get to Tokyo, can you help me out? Just give me an aisle seat, brother. And they're all over the country, everywhere now. I've been on tour, I've seen them everywhere. I was in Phoenix, and it was during the summer, 120 degrees. And homeless people are just standing at the intersection with a sign, and they're just, just cooking. You can't even tell what race he was before it burnt off. And he's holding a sign that says, help, I'm on fire. Snap. I didn't know you was gonna pull out the Biggie song like that. Sheesh. Biggie setting off the cruise control episode 93? 93. Listen, man, if you could hear Is it the 93? sound of my voice, if you could see my face, that could mean one thing and one thing only. You are locked into the cruise control, baby. And yes, Dave, it is episode 93. <laughs> First and foremost, as you already know, I'm the boy Dev. And Llama. Sitting next to me is not Dave this time, but the but the the start of everything. <laughs> Our father, Pop, is in the building with us today. Whoa, whoa. Hello. Hey. Okay. First time we have somebody else on camera, Dave. Mm-hmm. Couldn't couldn't be anybody else but Pop. Finally, to the left of Pop, the one and only the boy, Dave. <laughs> Setting off camera, but always here in the studio. The man, the myth, the legend, Poppy Lex. Is I just hit that nigga in the head with a ooga-booga-booga. That bitch suck my dick, so I'm like, ooga-booga-booga. You know, we don't, we don't even need an introduction. I even see it I even see it I even Llama, llama, and llama, and llama, and llama, and llama, and llama, and llama. What's good, Benny? What's up, yo? Bendito is behind the camera, and it's cruise control, baby. 
What's up with everybody? How we feeling, man? It's a beautiful Labor Day. You yes, this me? is a Labor Day special. Mm-hmm. I know it's Monday. I came in my work attire because I labor. You feel me? Everybody expected, uh, you know, we usually put out our episodes Monday morning right. at 6 a.m. sharp. Right. But, you know, it's Labor Day. So in the spirit of the holiday, we made sure that we took our weekend, you know, had our thrills. Yes. Uh, got our wiggles out. <laughs> and now we're here on Monday. Our wiggles. And Dev, you said it, man. It's episode 93. That's crazy. And we have our first official guest. <laughs> One and only pop, man. The boy that the boy that he just he started it all. Like before him, it wasn't even no cruises. He was right. the first cruise ever. That's true. You know, and then spawned all these other cruises. Now look at us. Right. It's a cruise empire. That is true. We're and Pop, you're the first guest on camera too. Like was Pop our first guest just in general? Uh, he might have been. Yeah. I like on the so. audio when we just had audio. Yeah. I wow, think it you was just pop. Yeah, it's an honor, an honor. Uh, to, you, know, <laughs> you break, you breaking new ground, man. Yeah, honor. to break new ground and to you know support the cause. It's an honor. Yeah, it's it's and great to be here. It's great to have you on, Pop. We got some uh, interesting topics that you could jump into us with. Yes, but yes. Dev, how you feeling about this setup right here? Because I'm not gonna lie, my knee been touching Pop's yeah, this whole like, like pre-production. Pop looked dummy, uncomfortable, bro. Yeah, I feel a little tight, but you know. Hey, hey yo, hey yo, <laughs> oh, hey, yo Jerry Chestnut. <laughs> what? You want a what? Jerry's <laughs> dog. Pause that fire, hey, yo, man. Yeah, that's crazy. About to be the last guest on this John too. You keep I talking. I feel like a little that. tight here. <laughs> hey, yo, pause that pop. But nah, nevertheless, Dave, nevertheless, Pop, we got to start off every episode as we always do with last week's top five. So last week's top five, Dave, mm-hmm. we got a lot of... Uh, Wait, hold on. Before talk- you go into the top What's five. What's up? Why you got scrubs on? Because I labor. I went to work today. You labored on Labor Day? I labored on Labor Day, man. I had to go to work. So you feel me? I, I came straight from work. It's overtime. It's that time. Time and a half? Yes. You look like um, you about to run a list to uh, John Q to tell him he could get a heart. I just had a heart in my car. I had to drive it over to the... <laughs> you my hero. All scrub work. <laughs> so this is how you look at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my regular work attire. You feel me? All scrub down. I mean... And you wear these sneaks or you wear like no, some... Because I, I know... Up, I switch up the sneaks every once in a while. I just had these on today, so... And you always wear kooky socks? Yeah. To show your personality to the... Um, to the... Patients? <laughs> Yeah, my patients want to know what kind of movies I watch. Oh, uh, so I got showing my socks. You feel me? Oh, uh, that's sweet. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, healthcare people they care a lot about what's on their feet. That's true. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to open it. I'm, I want the people to know about your world, man. I just he being I, all sheepish about it. What you want me to say? Yeah. What you want me to say? I, I thought, you know, I thought let you had us jokes in. Ready. I thought you had jokes ready. Oh, it's, just, it's, a, it's a sincere question. I was letting you get your get your jokes ready. No, nah, I was just uh, never mind. Go ahead. Take the last week. Why you got those sunglasses on? What you mean? I, <laughs> this is my style. That's crazy. That the sunglasses. Like X-ray from X-Men. <laughs> X-ray what? from X-Men. Cyclops. Whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> Benny made up an X-Men. X-ray. <laughs> I'm like X-ray. You look like Cat Scan from the X-Men movie. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite one, MRI. I'm like, is that a Static Shock character? <laughs> Who is X-ray? I don't know, but those those are tough. Nah. What you think, Pop? You like these glasses? This is from your era. Yeah, you know. Terminator X's. Mixing music. The Terminator X. 
Yeah, the DJ Terminator X used to wear glasses like Usually this. Usually the boys in the dancing movies who wear those know how to uh, do the robot real well. <laughs> I actually do know how to do the robot well. <laughs> they take their glasses off like a robot, put them back on. Those glasses could turn into plates, too. He could eat a meal off them, Jones. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. Wow, that's very funny, though. <laughs> now, nah, man, come on. We got to get straight into the episode. Listen, last week's top five. Top five first date ideas, all right? We, we put it on the socials. People was talking. People was voting. But they also gave good feedback, which I love. Controllers, if you're listening out there, please, if you're going to comment on a, on a post, you know, if you just want to put somebody's name, that's fine. But we also love the the conversations that you have because we like to bring them up on the show. We like to talk about them. So we go we go into the socials, Dave. Um, somebody what votes. Said. Somebody votes Dev. You know what I'm saying? Off rip. All right, cool. One vote for Dev. Then somebody went in there and said, Dave really said, take her on a date to see Oppenheimer. I didn't say that specifically, but... It's insane mix of date. both good and awful dating advice from both hosts. How was coffee, How did coffee date not land on anywhere? Which is that's true. dumb. I did say... I said coffee date, but I mixed it in with breakfast. So I kind of, you know, I, yeah. I kind of messed up, but I went with breakfast date. And then uh, Dev wins, though. He's the least hopeless. Do I take that as a compliment? That's a backhand. That's what's called a classic backhanded compliment. Is that what sure. it is? Yeah, that's what that is. Then we got another one. Somebody said another. Somebody gave their example. Walking in the park and eating is another thing that you can do. Which <laughs> I feel like that's what you be doing. <laughs> you be walking through an arboretum and eating ice cream at the same time, right? That's what Dave said, right? Yeah, stop trying to play me, bro. <laughs> That somebody wrote To be honest Both top fives Are equally good Going to a museum Or a painting For a class Or mini golf Or arcade All are so good So it's a tie for me This week Boo the ties Who's winning so far Alex Me He definitely not He counting. wasn't keeping count He was not keeping count <laughs> It's like Dev Dev Tie <laughs> You don't point to me You tell Alex the no, God, that, make, that makes perfect sense God's winning God's winning <laughs> Somebody wrote Dev again Another vote for me Okay <clears throat> Then somebody writes Dev has good third date ideas Dave has significantly better first date ideas Significantly That, that should count like two votes Dave wins Actually I read it wrong I can't read He says slightly <laughs> How you mess up the words Because I read it really Is fast Is he dumb boy I read it really fast <laughs> And then I asked the person Who wrote that I said So if you think mine's are good Third date ideas What's your number one date idea and they said personally going to the movies is the top which was your number one right or so that negates the other person that made fun of Oppenheimer so therefore that vote goes away <laughs> what uh, Dave's number one was walking through the woods remember right 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 <laughs> the chronicles of Narnia <laughs> I didn't say the woods <laughs> David never walked once this per the person said personally I put movies on my top it's simple and cliche but it helps me take a break of the tension to being close to each other Without it feeling awkward And it has built in benefits Of giving you something To discuss afterwards Yo that Benny way. tried to play me Just now I'm still <laughs> What did he say What was his number one The petting zoo Benny <laughs> Said meet my cats <laughs> He said he wanted To go to the petting zoo So they could pet Llama That's crazy That's so crazy Llama Llama No Benny said A cat cafe <laughs> A cat <fae. laughs> Benny, Benny, uh, nah, what was your number one, Benny? Going to a concert. Going to a concert. He said a live one, though, like a big concert, like taking her to go see, like, Adele or something like that, like a well-known artist. Mm -hmm. All right, any other votes? 
Uh, feels like you won. It does feel like I won. It feel, and these stupid flies, yo. We got to start introducing the flies on the pod if they're going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting to my buzzing around my head. <laughs> nah, shout out to all the flies in the world. Um, and then as for as for the question of the week, we only got one run response and said, get the bag. For the question of the week was, would you embarrass yourself if it meant you can get some money or get some clout? Mm. And somebody said yes. As the, if, as long as it's money, it's money. Which is I can't argue with that. You feel me? I can't I can't argue with All right, that. with facts. That's um, what the people said, and yeah. the people sayeth. And what I and again, everybody, thank you for voting. Thank you for chiming in on the top five again this week. If you if you feel some type of way, if you got a vote that you want to give through, please hit us up on the socials. Let Should us we know. ask Pop what his first date best first date idea is? Oh, the OG, of course. I mean, it's been, it's, I guess it's been a little while. What's your, what, yeah, what, if you I said a probably, top first date, what would it be? I would probably do the, you know, the oldie but a goodie, just a, a dinner and a movie. First date? First Classic. Date. Classic. <laughs> What a classic! Yeah. I don't know if I would play that song. But dinner in a dinner in a dinner movie? in a movie. Yeah, but y'all don't think movie is too silent? Like y'all not talking? That's what the dinner's well, for. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> but even that, you know, like, you're talking out at the dinner. The movie got to be something that you both like, and then the dinner is where you you conversate. Yes, and that's what I was saying last week. I put movie in my top five because. But you said just movie. Yeah, but so <laughs> what it does is. Sometimes you don't really need to talk too much. You can definitely talk before and after. And like I said, if you take the scenic route home, you could take a long talk. You could talk about the movie and then other stuff. And then you might sit in the car, look at the stars. But listen, the movie, you don't have to talk, but it breaks the physical barrier. So you can sit next to each other. You can maybe hold hands, interlock your arms, cuddle. <laughs> interlock your arms like you're the captain of a football team walking to the middle. You can feed, you can feed each other popcorn. What? Papa Reese's pieces in their mouth. Hey, yo. like this, like like, it, like like a coin. You in your bag? That's right a great now. one, Pop. Dinner in a movie. You know what I mean. And then uh, with Pops too is like a phased one. So if if it's bad, then you could just ditch her after the dinner. You could be like, <laughs> you know, Pop got the uh, start the yawn on lock. That's his special power. I got the eye white. He'd be like, all right, <laughs> work at six. <laughs> I gotta get ready for work <laughs> It's 3pm Yeah I gotta go I don't know what to tell you Yeah Alright dad What we got this week man Listen man We we, we uh, Let's get into it We got pop here We got pop here We got poppy Lex right. Two pops <laughs> And it, Oh What It was poppy Lex's birthday Shout out to poppy Lex Let's get <laughs> 20. The big two zero. The big two zero. Yeah, man. Happy birthday, man. That age means nothing, but next year, 21. 21. What you doing for the Alex 21st birthday, dude? What happens at 21 stays in 21. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was Poppy Lex's birthday. Yeah. You know, and uh, we celebrated him yesterday. Yeah, big shout out. We, we I'll, all... I'll let you in on a little secret. What? Nothing changes at 21. Uh, wise words. Whatever you're doing from now, at twenty is gonna be there when you're twenty-one. Except you can go to bars legally now, but that's about it. A dinner and a movie. 
Did you use any of our first date ideas last week? No. Why are we even? Why we even waste our time? <laughs> we gave him the microphone and all that. This is why you don't get a microphone. Never again. <laughs> we gave you all that wisdom, but happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, Dad. I just had to shout. Poppy Lex out because you know it was his birthday and listen, uh, Dave. Older now, he got hair on his webbles. <laughs> he peeled his webble back last week. He took that advice. <laughs> nah, listen, Dave, Pop, Benny, Poppy Lex. I, you know, I, this first story that I'm bringing to y'all is close mm-hmm. to my heart. Mm-hmm. As y'all know on this show already, I'm I love animals. I'm a dog person. I got my own dog. Everybody know about Clay. We had a whole episode segment talking about Clay. Who cares? Whatever. I love dog. that dog. Right. And this story that I'm going to bring up comes from the New York Post. It hurts me to read this story, but Delta offered a woman $1,800 after mm-hmm. losing her dog at the airport. Okay. Lost, I need to hear more because... Lost her dog, Dave. You just lose a dog. Her dog was misplaced, mm-hmm. according to the... How do you misplace a whole dog? Like a living creature. <laughs> So the lady's name is Paula, Paula Rodriguez. She was booked on a flight to San Francisco uh-huh. by uh, from San Francisco to the Dominican Republic on okay. August 18th. Um, she they detained her at the airport because she had missing visa credentials. Mm-hmm. So eventually the officers decided that decided that she wouldn't be able to enter the country and that they ordered her to stay in the detention center overnight. And she would not be allowed to have her dog until she can board a flight back to the Dominican Republic the next day. Okay. So they detained her and they told her, no, you can't have your dog while we're detaining you. So they promised like to keep her dog safe and maintain her because she she told the people that her dog was prone to like puking and throwing up and, ha- and having diarrhea when he wasn't around her. So when it comes time to board her flight. And get on the plane the very next day. They said, I'm sorry, your dog, we, we, we lost it. Your dog cannot be found. <laughs> so what happened was apparently like they opened up the the cage or the kennel to, to like get the dog situated and like clean up the cage mm-hmm. and the dog f- escaped. Does it say what kind of breed? It was like a little chihuahua dog. This is what this is what that dog looks like. Oh, okay. See the little black chihuahua dog? So it wasn't mm-hmm. in, like a real expensive breed that somebody would want to steal. <laughs> nah. <laughs> so chihuahuas think, come a dime a dozen. You think this is a... Uh, you think this could be like like a stolen? Like I think it was a prize dog? It could dog? be, I mean. Yeah. That that happens. People steal dogs that are uh, super rare or valuable, whatever. There, there goes a fly right there. Kill it. Where? No, no, no. That's keyboard. my friend. <laughs> come on. Talk about the chihuahua. Okay, go ahead. <clears throat> no, I'm, I'm asking. That was that was the story. Wait, what's the so they still haven't found the dog, and they offered her eighteen hundred dollars in replacement of the dog. So how does that make you feel? You the animal over here? I would. My dog is priceless. You feel me? I spent way more money on Clay and ha, and had done way more stuff for him than eighteen hundred dollars. So for you to tell me that it's just here, take this eighteen hundred and be cool and walk away and act like this never happened is drawing. So what's your number? If they would have said a hundred grand. Yeah, Clay, I love you. <laughs> Let me get that talk. <laughs> okay, so then everybody has their number with these stupid yeah. animals. But that's a hundred grand. That's that's not realistic. Well, it, but it's 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 you possible because it's an emotional, uh, you know, an emotional but animal. Because nobody's going to offer me a hundred grand for that dog. Yeah, they could. Who? If you if you say that that animal was, you know. An emotional animal to you, then yeah, you could t- take them to court and you could probably win something like a hundred grand. 
I wasn't Mr. Miyagi. I tried to catch those. <laughs> I don't think, uh, but that's what she lawyered up, and that's what they're offering her. Eighteen hundred. So she lawyered up, and they're offering yeah, she her. She could us, probably get a lot more for that. They're offering her compensation. All right. So to start, Dev, you feeling like that's a disrespectful number? I just feel like it's disrespectful to lose somebody's to lose a dog. People, dogs are. Why are we blaming the humans here? Because why don't we blame the dog? What did the dog do? Ran away. <laughs> Nobody asked him to run out of his cage. Stupid dog. <laughs> Stupid Chihuahua He was looking for Some Taco Bell Or something like that Oh man Dogs sometimes replace People even say They replace like Having a kid Or something like that Nope That's what That's what some people say Let me dispel that right now Well that's cause You hate dogs Well yes but (laughs) Why don't you like dogs I never We never had this conversation With Dave Why don't you like dogs I don't hate dogs Okay Let me be clear You don't like them though It's not even that I'm ambivalent you know why? what that word means? Why though? Why? I'm asking you why. Why? Because, like, okay. A dog is an animal, right? <laughs> Follow like, me. The sky is blue, correct? Correct. <laughs> Follow me. A dog is an animal, therefore, that dog is dumber than me. <laughs> so I don't respect it all. Like that right there, the respect goes swoop. There's some animals that are smarter than you, though. Never. <laughs> Never. Name one. Uh. Probably like a like a like a monkey. I've seen Planet of the Apes. <laughs> it's a movie. <laughs> Caesar was tough. It was tough. It's a movie, Dad. But he agrees though. Caesar was tough. Like a monkey on crutches. <laughs> James Franco. James Franco taught that uh, Caesar. How to, no, listen. But no, they be teaching monkeys how to do crazy stuff. I feel like a monkey could outsmart you though. Like if given the correct training. Like I heard. I've heard dolphins is mad smart, right? Right. But. You can't flip out of the water Like you dumb You stay That's dumb That you can't evolve enough To think about how to get yourself Out the water That's a physical Or make a mask down there We make masks We make houses We created pizzas uh, Pencils We created all this stuff A dolphin can't even make A little glass tube for his head So he could step up out the water And be smart out here with us See this Marty pants This is This is stupid It's just a physical thing That his, his body Like your body You can't do much I bet if I needed to, I could I could design a flipper to make me a dolphin in the in the water. Dave, you would sink straight to the bottom. Actually, that exists. People, they, there's Dave. You like a cannonball. What's the things the water, that the swimmers Dave. use? The, the little flappies. Yeah, they don't work. We on basically you. dolphins if we want. We could be a part time dolphin as humans. Dave, it don't work. They can't do it in the opposite. So therefore, pets are dumb. Animals are dumb. So I don't respect them that much. And then on top of that, um, I definitely don't value a pet's life over a human life. So all these people that are just like these pet fanatics. And if that's y'all too, you know, or whatever, I don't. Well, hold on. You know, I, I don't hate on it, but I'm, I'm truly ambivalent. Like, I don't hate animals. I'm not gonna just kick a dog in the chest or something like that My for God. no reason. But I also, I'm not like, I'm not gonna kiss a dog in the mouth like you. That's disgusting. I do, I do kiss. Clean. And also, if the dog gets lost and it's like, dang, all right, it's like I lost my keys or something. I'll just get a new one. That's why they give you the eighteen hundred. Replace it. I lost my keys. What you think, Pop? What you think? We got we got a we got a house dog. We got a family dog, Raven. You know, she's been around the family for what, eleven plus years? Twelve, thirteen years. What you No, I think I think there is an emotional attachment to animals, but I would never put an animal over a human life. Um I, I understand that, but I'm saying like it's it's for but there's you. people that do, do that. There's people there's some people that do, do that. But but for this case specifically, she could get a lot more money for that. So because it, they they were negligent in losing her dog, 
And if that dog had any emotional attachment to her, then she should get compensated for that, for the emotional part of it. So she could get a lot more money than $1,800. But I'm, I'm asking you personally, Raven is probably the longest dog you have, or unless you had a dog in your past that you were very much attached to. If that dog... Yeah, what about Lurch? <laughs> did you have a dog called Lurch? Yes, we did have a dog called Lurch. Was that like your favorite animal ever? What kind of dog was it? A German Shepherd. Okay. Big old German Shepherd. It was when you was a kid? Yeah, like I said, there's an emotional attachment to it, but it, it's not like... It's not looking like a human being. I mean, it's, it's, you know. I know, but my, my question to you is. You feel you feel sad for a moment. You lose, you know, something that was part of your family for a period of time, and then you move on. You go get a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go get a puppy. So wait. Is Simple it? as that. <laughs> so you, you lost. Say you get lost, a puppy and you start all over again. Say you lost Lurch. Say you took Lurch to the Dominican Republic and they had to detain you. And they was like, "Yo, we lost Lurch. He he's, he ran out of the kennel." Dude, I get a lawyer. I get lawyered up, and I'll be crying, talking about that dog meant everything to me. I would say that dog saved me when I was drowning, <laughs> and That's you know crazy. he's he's worth two hundred grand. <laughs> Me on his knees screaming at the top. in the courtroom. Lurch! <laughs> Wait until me, Lurch! Come here, boy! I can stare, I'm barking! Lurch. He wake up in cold sweats. <laughs> Lurch! Oh, oh, I miss my dog. Yeah, I mean. Where did the name Lurch come from? <laughs> from the Adams family. Oh, okay. Yeah, their their butler was named Lurch. Yeah. Oh, all right. I didn't yeah. know that. Now, now I gotta ask this question to the, obviously our, our our third part of this pod, but I feel like I already know the answer. <laughs> but Bendito, if how would you feel? And Benny, you're not a Benny's more of a cat guy, right? We established this. Yeah, he's a cat guy. He's yeah, a cat guy. Cats. So Benny, say they lost five, all five of your cats, right? Yeah. Are you are you a very upset? Like you emotionally attached, or are you like nah? I mean, at this point in my life, I could lose one or two. <laughs> Better go keep the door open. And <laughs> it's a numbers game. <laughs> no, but remember, I'm talking about. I'm so talking he's about. Gonna keep the door open and be like, this. <laughs> oops. <laughs> Couple slipped out on me. Now, Benny, I'm talking about your number one cat. Like, I'm talking about like uh, Garfield, like your favorite cat. <laughs> mittens, like mittens walked out. They right, mittens is gone. Right, right, mittens is out. How you feeling? Your number one cat. Oh yeah, I'm losing my mind, bro. Yeah, yeah like I, honest, because Pop was more like, I'm gonna fake it for the money. Davis, like, uh, no, I genuinely would be upset. You genuinely would be upset. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. And are you are you lowering up and like screaming Mitten's name at the top of your lungs in the courtroom? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's funny because that's an actual emotional attachment from Benny. <laughs> Benny start. You gonna start? <laughs> <laughs> Start eating catnip in the middle of the courtroom. <laughs> Mittens is daddy. Come home. <laughs> yeah, no, y'all bugging, man. No, people sue for a lot less than something like that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yo, Delta don't got no picks. They said, here, take this 1800. They disrespect for you. Yeah, that, that's really, yeah. And a, and a pack of peanuts. <laughs> Okay. For your that's dog, so, that's so frequent. Yo, and miles. let's not let's not let this be lost in the story. Airport workers are among the dumbest group of employees at any business. 
Right, because they said in the article what, that... What's up with airport people? They just be losing luggage, dogs. They said in the article that she had questioned the... Like, when they detained her, she was like, what about my dog? Like, and they were like, don't worry, we got highly trained professionals <laughs> watching over your dog. So, so where do you guys think the dog ended up? <laughs> when he got off the flight. Like, still in San like Macaulay Culkin, he was lost in New York. <laughs> he found a pigeon lady and all that. He got two turtle doves <laughs> to hand out. Yeah, where did the dog land up? Uh, in the, oh, that dog is a, in a Russian prison. <laughs> That's all in North Philly right now. <laughs> now that dog is, is in a hangar somewhere. <laughs> nah, you know what? I'm going to keep it real. Dog is probably with somebody else. The dog, I, I agree with Pop. I feel like if the dog did get out and they lost, they truly lost the dog, one of the workers probably saw it and was like, I'm taking this John home. Keep it a full bean. Yeah, and what's it like? I guess you didn't chip the dog because you could chip the dog, right? Yeah, you could chip the dog. See their location. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's another thing about dogs. You think the dog is a, has any emotional attachment that it feels sad when it's not with that person, or do you think a dog is just? I like, think I, I I feel like there's evidence that that is the case. The animals will have like that emotional connection to a person. You ever seen the videos where the bull like the bull gets deployed and then he comes back six months later, mm-hmm. and the dog be like. Arr, arr, Jumping around all <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about What kind of yeah. dog <laughs> <laughs> their, their body be twisting In weird ways Stupid dog We get David dog For his birthday <laughs> Show up with Lurch <laughs> I just I would be like Look I get it y'all it's, It happens You know Like really Why are you even bringing Your dog on a flight I mean, leave that dog home. She rest off. She was in the dr. So put fill the bowl to the top with food. <laughs> fill the bowl to the top with water. Go on your trip to dr. Come back. The dog will be fine. No, no, no. She was. She was. Send in, Alex there to check on the dog <laughs> once or twice during the vacation. She was in dr. Going to Cali. I mixed that up. So she was in. She lived in dr. She lived in dr. She was trying to go to Cali. Oh, that dog was from the hood then. Yeah. <laughs> that dog ain't know nothing. <laughs> que lo que. <laughs> that dog was gone. <laughs> It's a rat. Don't even man. know that dog. Don't even know English. Nevertheless, never nevertheless. left DR probably. <laughs> yeah, that dog is still in DR. <laughs> nah, man. Never, nevertheless, to keep to keep this to keep the ball rolling on this episode. Don't take your dog on planes no more. Yeah, man. With, like I don't get the whole taking a dog on a plane thing. Again, that's like to me. That's a byproduct of valuing the dog so much that you got to bring this. Little stupid chihuahua thing with you, like find a baby. Again, if she's going on vacation, yeah, find a little dog sitter. A, a, a pet should stay home. Why are you bringing that pet now? That's a logistical thing you got to think about because they don't let you rock with the pet on the plane, right? They got to go underneath the hull, John. I think it's some pets. I think some pets, if you if you mark it down, is like an emotional support pet. It's amazing how that that whole because uh, back in the day it was never was like that, but now pets are like a you know billions and billion dollar industry now. Mm-hmm. You got people with coaches for their pets. <laughs> <laughs> they got clothing lines for pets. Not a pet coach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they got all kinds. Of, everything that you could probably get for a, for a child, they have for pets now. Yeah, true. When, is, when did pet clothes even start? Because that, that, hasn't, that hasn't been a thing around for like 100 years, right? Pet clothes? Yeah. Uh-huh. Pet coaches. Pet coaches. Pop had lurch in a culture. A little baby, a little, a little dog stroller. We was dog, in the, dogs used we to be at the flea market the other day. It was all these pet strollers. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, dang, there's more pet strollers than, than baby strollers. 
Dang. I mean, dogs, dogs, stupid dogs. dogs used to be for, uh, you know, to keep the wolves away from the sheep. Yeah. And they would get the scratch. Back in our day, that was, that's what the wolves, the, yeah. they did that for the wolves. Pop, Georgie Porgy over here. <laughs> the boy who cried wolf. <laughs> Pop said they was there for the sheep. They were there for yeah. tracking, uh. Protect the sheep. That's what Lurch did. <laughs> you know? Pop had all Lurch the protected the sheep. <laughs> he would track scents. Now they got their own bed in the house. Right, gorgeous. <laughs> Eating the best, best uh, foods. You know, yeah, so. oh my god, that all kills me, dude. People be giving the dogs like the, the specially formulated foods. Now I ain't gonna hold y'all the I took Clay like for a checkup and they was like start feeding them actual food, like mm-hmm. cook them meals. Why is that? Because they said that uh the, the like the processed foods they put a lot. It's like a McDonald's or something. Like McDonald's is good, mm-hmm. but the dog food is like a McDonald's for dogs. It's just all this processed shit and it's extra stuff in the food that's not good for your dog. And what how is it affecting Clay? Uh, it's making them stink So that's what it was This whole time It was the food I thought it was Your neglectfulness Oh yo well, I love that <laughs> I dog. thought you didn't Bathe them enough That dog stinks For those of y'all Listening or watching They've got the stinkiest dog This side of the Mississippi Basset hound stink It's in their DNA <laughs> Don't say Don't put that on All basset hounds It is Your I, hound stinks A little more than All the other ones I talk, As it my, turns my, out He was eating Dog McDonald's My, my what stinks A little bit more <laughs> Said my hound Hey yo Your hound stinks More than other hounds hey. How's that a pause Yo you, He you, can't He can't track The wolves He can't track Sheep I talk to other Stupid basset clay hound, I talk to other Basset hound owners It's a thing They stink And you can't watch dogs More than like Every two weeks Cause it'll mess with their skin They'll get irritated Talk about to have my schedule Twice Two baths a day I take two showers a day Cause you need it You you need to shower with the one half the Beginning of the thing And the other half the next That's funny Benny Over there giggling I hope you lose all five of your cats No only I'm two use to them th- shades to find them Two to three <laughs> Only two to three Yeah <laughs> Yeah he's gonna If he leaves his door open He just puts them shades in front of him And it blocks the whole door They can't get out I can't deal with all this dog talk Dave, I got another topic we need so to what talk you, about. So what you want? What you want to jump into, Dave? Dave hate animals. That he hated this topic. Yeah, he was ambivalent about this topic. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dave, did you hear about this? Uh, this guy from the USA, what is it, track team? He got in hot water this week with all the NBA players. Pop, I don't know if you heard about this. And Drake. Mm-hmm. So this and Drake, of course, he made an enemy out of Drake. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Bad menting. So let's see. This guy, uh, what's his name? Lyles or something, right? His yeah, Lyles. Uh, so this guy, I think his name is Noah Lyles. Noah Lyles, right? He um, is a competitor on the world stage. He he's a runner. He's a track star. Um, yeah, he runs track, right? Mm-hmm. So he was being interviewed at a recent event, and um, he basically said that. He was being critical of the NBA calling themselves world champions. So let me cue up this video here. And um, this is what he had to say about the NBA uh, claiming that whoever wins the NBA finals every year, that okay. they are declared the world champions of the sport of basketball. Because that's what they use. World put champions. On the banners and stuff like that, right? Right. And you, they get on the microphone and say it. You know, every year that's kind of the, the MO. Okay. So let me, let me play what he had to say here. Champion of what? The United States? You know, the thing that hurts me the most is that I have to watch the NBA Finals and they have world champion on their head. World champion of what? 
<laughs> the United States? <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I, I love the U.S. at times. <laughs> but that ain't the world. That is not the world. We are the world. We have almost every country out here fighting, thriving, putting on their flag to show that they are represented. There ain't no flags in the NBA. <laughs> First off, he was too happy. <laughs> they started laughing at his jokes. He was like... <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, just just as what, what ended up happening is that video went viral because after he did that interview... Um, I, I think Sports Center or something posted it on the Instagram, and all the NBA players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant. Uh, Damian Lillard, all these guys. They started commenting, "This guy's nuts. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. This guy needs help." Blah blah blah. Get it together. Mm-hmm. You know, basically, obviously displeased with him right. saying that. Um, but then it sparked it sparked this whole debate, and I think it even got to the point where on some of the debate shows and everything. So I thought, why not we talk about it here? Um, because it is an interesting conversation when you think about there's an Olympics every four years. There are sports that engage on a more mm-hmm. global scale, or at least they, they try to expand out of a certain country. Mm-hmm. Um, but basketball is one of those sports that it is a global sport. It's, it's being played all around the world. But the NBA is by far the most visible league mm-hmm. in that sport. And then I, I do think there's this level of prominence that the NBA holds where it's like, if you're there, you you represent the best players in the world, so therefore you can declare your world champions. I think that's the general yeah idea. But what do y'all think about that? I mean, you want to you want to go first, Papa? You want me to? Um. So what I think, first of all, I think what I, I think what he meant to say was, you know, in in, in good spirit. Um, I just think he didn't think it through because because first of all. You know, when you're, when, you know, there is, there is sort of a, an arrogance to say, you know, we're in the U.S., we're playing this sport, and if we win in the U.S., we're considered the world's best. Mm-hmm. There is an arrogance to that. But on the other hand, you got to really think it through. There's a lot of good NBA teams in the league. Um, if you wanted to put up an NBA team against a foreign team, any NBA team can probably hang with or even beat one of the best foreign teams mm-hmm. because I think some of those foreign teams that are great because they have proven it on the world stage are still playing less competition in their leagues mm-hmm. than what the NBA is playing in their league. So I think there is a legitimacy to say, yeah, you know, we are world champs. We're playing the best competition. We're going through the gruelest season because I'm not sure what the other countries, how their season go. I don't know if it's 82 games, mm-hmm. but it is an 82 game season in the U S so there is a lot of legitimacy to that. So I, I, I get what he's saying. I just don't think he, he thought it through. Um, plus, there is a, a stage like the uh, Olympics and stuff like that where you can put your best players against your best players and see who is the world's champ. Um, and then the other thing you got to think about is, is sports that were created in the U.S. that are U.S. sports. And if it's a U.S. sport, then... Can't we? Don't you have the right to say you're the best at that sport when other countries are adopting that sport? So that's that's how I look at it. <clears throat> mm. I don't know. I don't know about that second point because I mean, like football fits that for sure. Like American football, 
because it's literally American football. I don't know if there's any, even any other country. Yeah, I think that Indi- plays India got a football team, or they do a, they do football, in in India. I forget what the name of their league is. I think it's called. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Um, they baseball, play football for real in India. Sport here, right? I think I, I think I saw that India has a no. A, a baseball is definitely big in like Asian, certain Asian countries. Well, no, this but I say was China, created Japan. here though. It was it was a yeah. Was baseball a, was created here in the U.S. Yeah, I think back uh, when they used wolves to um, round up the sheep, <laughs> and they caught with their hands, <laughs> no gloves. Right. Yeah. Um, football. American football was created here. Was basketball created here? Basketball was created in Canada. By a Canadian But it It didn't stay there for long right No it was. It's not from here but we get it done here Yeah With basketball uh, Baseball was somewhere um, I feel like somewhere Spanishy, Or did just the Spanish took it over And became the best at it But like Canadians ain't the best at basketball That's there's, not the Mecca There's a couple Canadians The Rucker is the Mecca Canadian. There's a couple Canadians out there that's tough Canadian, but if, but if you look at a lot of these sports, right? A lot of these sports were were either created here or flourished here, and then mm-hmm. were adopted by countries who have now become really good at it. So, like baseball was created here, other countries adopted it, and now you have a lot of Spanish countries, Asian countries that have become really good uh, at baseball. Same thing with um, uh, basketball. Basketball, whether it was created in Canada, but it flourished here. And then it was adopted by other countries. Um, they were on the come up, but as you saw, the first um, uh, dream team showed that that nobody could deal with us. But over over that first dream team, you've seen countries continue to strive and get better at it. So now they're catching up. And USA just lost uh, Switvania. What's they call <laughs> Lithuania? Lithuania. Latvia. Switvania. They lost some team over there. Um, um, no, I that's think- a pop brings up a great point though. See, that's why that's the power of that dream team thing. That was such a powerful like global moment in the world's history because before that, didn't they just have college players playing on the USA team for the most part? Right, and they was getting washed. That's the reason the dream team was created because the USA was tired. I think so they- it was Jordan's Jordan's college years was the last time they actually college players won. But after Jordan went to the NBA, they were losing after that until the dream team came in. So really, is like, I, yeah, I don't know. I kind of, I, now that I'm talking through it, I kind of side with the bull. No, I think his I mean, delivery was poor because, one, he had that stupid grin the whole time and he sounded like a dork. And you know what it was? It's because as people started laughing, he was like, <laughs> yeah, he am I right? Crowd with him. <laughs> yeah. He started jumping up doing jumping jacks um, and stuff. His delivery was kind of cornballish, but he had too many teeth. Fundamentally, he he makes a point like you can't, and it could be as simple as the NBA just saying we're NBA champions. And I think some players and and coaches and stuff they say yeah we're the NBA champions for oh this year. God. But to say you're the world champion, there yes. is a bit of arrogance to that. Yes, because you're not playing against the world, and the world has shown that they can actually, depending on the right year, right time, right mix, they can beat the U.S. Listen. Yo, <laughs> the dream team thing is corny Y'all because they went in, they really voltroned up and got like the absolute beastiest of talent. But that's what. All right, on one squad. All right, all right. Let me, let me. Let they me, had Mike. I let, I let you on Jordan. Pop I let you on Pop Magic talk. Bird. 
Let me let me let me let me just them three names. Let me Barkley. Talk, let me talk about it first. First and foremost, I know a lot of people don't know this, but the boy the boy Noah Lyles, that's how you say his name, he has a running documentary right now on Peacock. Mm-hmm. Where it's about just, running? No, like a act like a documentary that's like got episodes to it. Oh, okay. So it's like following his life through this, you know, USA stuff and running for track, whatever. I'm not stupid. We talked about this last week with people doing stuff for clout and people doing stuff for money. This boy got this. This is about to be the most watched episode of his documentary. The next episode coming up where he talked about the basketball team not being the world champions. It just so happens that he does it right now that he got cameras on him that everybody's talking about Team USA is playing good basketball and they're blowing everybody out. I'm mad about that. And they're winning it and they're all that. And he's like, you know what? Let me talk about it now. He's not stupid. I get it. It was a good it was a good idea from him. I don't think his intentions were meant to like bring light to the subject. I think it was I got my documentary out. Peacock about to get this big, big upgrade in money when all these people want to hear what I got to say about the documentary, hear the backlash, watch what I got to talk about, whatever. Second off, none of that delegitimizes what he said. No, this is what's going to delegitimize what he said. <laughs> this is going to delegitimize what he said. If, if, if it's not the best place for basketball, why does everybody's best player ever? Always come here Why didn't Shohei Otani For baseball Just stay Where is he Is it Japan Or was it Korea I don't want to mix it up But why didn't he stay Wherever Shohei The baseball league That he came from If they was balling out there And he was playing Like the best baseball players He was They was rumbling They was doing their thing Why didn't he stay there Why didn't Lucas stay In Slovenia Where he was from And play basketball Out there with them boys Why didn't MB Stay in Cameroon And play basketball with them Why did Giannis Stay in Greece And play, for, play with them Because they teams Were so No because they was Absolutely Dropping 100 points on them Every game Frying them No competition And that was when Giannis was skinny When he was just All skin and bones He was cooking them he, Why did he come to the US Why do they Why do they come to the US Why The best players Want to come here Because one And we talked about this US is, is like The biggest entertainment Place in the world And sports is entertainment Basketball It's all entertaining Comedy All that stuff is entertainment So they come here Because they know That this is where They can be seen the most And this is where Everybody else Who wants to be seen the most Is going to come to you But got that's pe- all perception That still people. don't Who's the When people talk about The best players in the world Who do they talk about Kobe LeBron Mike Where are they from They're from the US These The best players in the world well, Pop said that He said here. that's where they, The NBA is the compilation Of the best players in the world By and large okay. Like it's So the competition level Is overall higher Okay But that does not Mean you can actually claim You're the best in the world Because again Like let's say the the European team or whatever. I know there's a lot of countries in Europe, right. but there might be a country that's popping that got several NBA players that could actually go toe to toe. That's what happened that year with Spain when they had Pau Gasol. Uh, who else they had? Um, his brother, <laughs> Mark Gasol. <laughs> the two Spaniards. Uh, the, what was the team? Manu Ginobili on Argentina. Like there was teams that gave the U.S. a real ways to go in the in the um, the Olympics. And then what happened? What happened when the U.S. played for real, though? When they stopped all the beer? Because they talked. Because I watched that documentary, the Redeem Team, John. I know we watched it together. They lost that first game, but didn't the team before lose the one that had AI and like Sean Marion and stuff like that? Yeah, but they also had they lost to like Spain. Spain was tough for like years. Yeah, but that's that was like you guys said. Oh, they had the ball Rubio when he was like a young ball. Right, but my thing is, is like. If, if we're going to actually say this, like, let's look at this team from this year right now. Who's playing, right? Jaron Jackson, he's, a, he's, he's, play, he's the only big man on that team. 
The next biggest guy on that team is Paulo Blanchero, and he's like 6'10", 6'11", whatever. They're, these boys from these other countries are just taking some big ball that they found in the street, some big husky Lithuanian ball, and they just like, yo, you seven feet taller than this ball, just back, just post game. That's all the game is. They don't got a center because the best centers in America didn't want to play. And it's the truth. Because, like, Embiid is technically... Embiid could play for America if he wanted to. He could play for USA if he wanted to, even though he's from Cameroon. That's why all these players who are on, like, Paolo Blanchero, he could have played for Italy, but he stood to play for America. There was a, a couple other guys that could have went other where, uh, or other places to play for, but they stood with America. Carl, that, that's and, why I was saying, though, that... that I think he meant to say the right thing. He just, he just went about it the wrong way. He could have went and said, like, let you know, if there was a way... That the that the United States champion NBA champ can play, you know, in some kind of tournament other than the Olympics. I would like to see that, to see who really is the best. Something in some like that would probably come off better because, really, in his sport, he can do that. He can actually go and have you know people from different countries, and they can go somewhere and race and say who's the best. But in the NBA or basketball in general, it's just different. There's different time zones, different leagues. There's there's really no way to prove it other than where is the best talent and you know, and all those other factors that come in. So really it's 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 something that he really shouldn't have said because there's really no way to actually prove that other than every four years when you go to the Olympics. But I guess the Olympics is that then. But it, right. But it would be interesting to see an NBA champion who won the NBA championship last year. The Nuggets. So, so it would be interesting to see like that team that's actually a team, not a not a not a compilation of different players. Versus the Chang Song Tigers. <laughs> they gonna cook them. <laughs> well, they would have to beat them and then go and play whoever the uh, best yeah. team in the The Warsaw Globetrotters. <laughs> they gonna fry them. <laughs> well, Lithuania. Yeah. That the whole country. <laughs> Is that what you want? Like the NBA championship to play like the best players of each country? Well, well no. If, if each country, let's say each country has a league and they have a champion from that league, what, what would it be? Probably what? Six, seven champions? Yeah. I, and I, then you would make some kind of tournament, whereas, you know, that, one I, and done. I do like that idea. I do like that idea and see like how they stack up against each other. But logistically, it would be crazy. What do you mean? Like money wise? No, just just like trying to get everybody together. Players want to take time off. Yeah, did y'all see? You this know, reminds me of. Um, it'd be crazy to do that. Did y'all see? Uh, Gilbert Arenas has a podcast. He was talking to former NBA player Rashad McCants. Mm-hmm. I think Gilbert Arenas and Kenya Martin do a podcast together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were talking to Rashad McCants, and Rashad McCants said that his um his overseas team could have a chance to beat the Nuggets from this past year. <laughs> did you see Gilbert Arenas' response? <laughs> oh, let me play here. This is a pretty funny clip. I think I know what you're talking about. He said, I'm not going to let my... Oh, who did you play for? I played for a lot of teams. No, what's your name one? Lebanon. Lebanon. What, what was the name of your team? Uh, Hummitman. Hummitman. Do you, you, y'all team can beat the Denver Nuggets? We have a chance. Do you can Now get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Y'all on, lose man. by 200. Let's Stop. move on. Let's move on, man. You can't I'm not going to let my... Y'all <laughs> lose by 200. <laughs> he got so mad at him. Lebanon. <laughs> He said, what team did you play for? <laughs> Lebanon, Hamimi. <laughs> he ain't even know how to say the name. Habibi. Yo, they was <laughs> my Habibi team. They we would, would beat they them. They would get cooked. 
It's different. It's different. Going though, against man. the Nuggets. It's different though. It is. It is different because every every team that plays for the USA could pl- technically play for this country. Like if they wanted to, Jokic could play for the USA. Embiid could. You. It would literally be. If I don't think he should though. He's not from. He's literally from. But you could. You wherever he's it's, from. It's your decision if you want to play for the country that. But that's corny. I don't think it is. That that would bring some of that competition that we would like if Giannis played for Greece and he had four other Grecians with him, they might could run some. They get cooked. It'd be him and his three brothers. His two brothers is probably the best. Tenacious? Tenacity. Yeah, tenacity. And- <laughs> Yo, did Grecians. you see that they cut his brother before he even got to practice? Oh, they did? The third brother? They Oh, because I saw they had signed Giannis's third brother. I'm like, he getting them to sign. Any any brother he want, give them a contract. They cut him before practice started. They signed Giannis's mom just to keep him happy. <laughs> That's crazy. Um... Yeah, no, they, uh, I, I still I side with the bull. Bad delivery, but he actually makes a good point. And I guess where you was going, Pop, with is like it'd be cool if they had, and I would be I would be down for this if they had uh, like a regular yearly tournament or something where it was bigger than the NBA. And maybe it's like the NBA champion of that year then goes and plays champions from other leagues in the world, and y'all do something on an annual basis. But and on. there's some sort of World Cup kind of thing. America soccer does that. Don't soccer got like a cup where you win your certain league and then you play against other countries, yeah. winners of their leagues? We can't do soccer for America because Messi came in this joint and is cooking us. <laughs> <laughs> Messi is frying us single-handedly. I mean, sort of, if you look at the uh, Little League World Series, that's, that's, that's sort a of good a, model. Right. That's sort of a good model right there where you have teams that win in their countries. They end up flying them over to the U.S. and then they play down in Williamsport. Did you have you? Wait. Y'all? Which what? Uh, Japan has been winning like every year, or no? Did y'all see China? Come over and fry, yeah. Did y'all see the USA team this year? They was from uh, the USA team that was playing. They was beating people like twenty seven to zero in baseball. In baseball, they was the US team was winning. The kids, yeah. Oh, when they got to the, to the actual no, nah, I think in the championship they won like in the championship at one point it was like twelve to, to zero or twelve to two, like they was cooking. In what country they were playing? It was the championship, so it don't matter how this whoever made it. No, I could, it's, I could it's, look that up. I look. It that's up. an accomplishment because normally the the um, the teams that make it are pretty good. Yeah, um, I would I would I would support something like that, like a, a type of tournament like that, because you just can't claim you're world champion. It it yeah, it's it's fundamentally not right, especially knowing that there's a, actually a skele- a formula or an outline for what this guy's talking about with the Olympics with. The way that track competes, the way that um, some of these other sports do it. So the the formulas out there, the blueprints there, just you know, I, I bring would that basketball. I think it would be stage. good for for U.S. sports because what it would do is keep them on their toes to keep their games up. Right. Because what happens is like like you take the NBA game. The NBA game has lost a lot of its fundamental stuff, and it's more like three pointers and up and down the floor. Where in a lot of countries they're playing more, you know, half court. <clears throat> so, listen, you know, man. The it would, U.S. It would probably help them keep their games up. This is my thing: pitching and baseball. You know that kind of things. Like you know, Th- this right. is my thing, and I think this is going to lead me. You you looking up something there? Yeah. So the, so because I, I said I was going to look it up for you guys. The USA team beat somebody twenty five to zero. Then they went to the to the championship round and beat Chinese Taipei uh, ten to four in the chip. 
Okay, they was shout just, out to they them. Was, they was dry, they was frying people, but I'm saying like that's good. USA be frying too. Like give give give, give the young boys they flowered. No, this is the problem. They Dev. did get cooked by it's Japan. It's cool. Though. Yes, congratulations. Oh, they, lost they lost to Japan. Congratulations, but to Pop's point about staying on our toes, like we need to realize in this country, and I'm saying this on Labor Day, on a holiday that's dedicated for us taking time off to to rest from work and just enjoy each other, enjoy the last days of summer. Mm-hmm. I need I need this country to have a reality check. And that's what Pop's talking about. If we had a league where the NBA, like the best teams in the NBA or the best players or whatever could go on a world stage more frequently to test their medal against other countries, we might see that other countries are actually up to snuff. The other part of that is that other countries, with given more opportunity, they might up their level of play. Now all of a sudden they are very strong because they're sharpening themselves every year against top tier talent. But America really needs to have a reality check and look in the mirror because I feel like nowadays, man, I've been seeing so many articles and and different conversations about how we we think we the stuff, but we really not the stuff in this country. America's in a bad way right now. There's countries that are smarter than us, more educated. They are involved in more business sectors and are more prominent there. Everything in this country is made in China. Not me. All of the big tech and and things like that are coming out of Middle Eastern countries. Oil is is dominated in the Middle East. What what is our biggest export? Is entertainment, and we the best at that. And that's what goes to Pop's point about the perception pieces that America's seen as this powerhouse because we control image in the in the world. Big, we, we have the biggest image, so we're the most visible. Therefore, we are seen as the most prominent. But I promise you, there's a lot of areas. Uh, uh, globally that we are struggling That we're we're behind mm-hmm. Oh the piece is here Somebody's at your for all oh, the pieces here Yeah that's for after the episode we're gonna go to a quick commercial <laughs> If you get break. through this that's your reward <laughs> We're gonna go to a quick commercial break We'll be right back But no listen my question of the week is this Dev What's up And Pop And Benny And Benny And Alex And Pop and Pop again And Lurch <laughs> Um The Chihuahua wherever you are <laughs> <laughs> Chihuahuas in PR. Wow, my question is if you could choose one thing to improve the United States of America, what would that be? If you could make one change to improve the United States of America, what would that be? And before y'all answer, and while you're thinking about your answer, this is not me saying make America great again. I'm not a Trumper. <laughs> Let me be clear Yo Dave really Cause that's even a stupid slogan Make America great What if we was never great We wasn't never great Dave tiptoed around That phrase so much What is one thing You would do That America could be To improve the better. United States One more time Cause it needs improvement That's my That's the premise of this If you wanna push back on that You can That's part of your answer But Um I think that's a good question of the week. As we sit here on this holiday weekend, we reflect on where we are as a country. On labor. Right off the heels of this conversation about this guy saying, you know, we're a little bit too, uh, 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 you know, we're not humble enough to to sit here and claim that we can be world champions when you're really just a champion of your area. But what what would you do to make uh, improvements in the country? I don't think, uh, for mine personally, I don't think it ever is going to happen. I don't think I think just America was built on this <laughs> this specific thing, but 
if for me and my improvement and it's anything right like i could say it literally anything and it could be fixed like that yeah like i had a genie and said yo fix one thing about america and he would fix right right then and there correct racism but i feel like that's built in america so it'll never go away but that my reason being is because i feel like there's racism other places but it's mad it's mad crazy in this genre like it's like a competition of who you can hate the most like with some people but to me with that specifically is because i always felt as though like communication is the strongest if one of the strongest if not the strongest ways to to get through things and to and to to overcome things and that's the biggest problem in america is people are hating on other people are not willing to work with other people are not willing to communicate or live their life with other people based off of just racism and who they are and the color of their skin. So I've always thought that if we could overcome that somehow, some way, and people can get through that, this country would be a thousand times better. You'll work well with other people. You'll be able to come get through ideas with people who you never thought you would talk to in your life. You'll be able to figure some things out about yourself that you probably never knew before. And that communication aspect is what's missing. And I feel like that's what's causing this country to continue to spiral down because at the end of the day, there are a lot of smart people out there, a lot of educated people, a lot of people who have great ideas, good motivation, and just people who are willing to put themselves on the line to make others around them better. But you would never get to know that because you don't like black people or because you don't like Asian people or because you don't like Spanish people. So that's where I've always stood at. And I don't, but I've always said the same thing right after that. It'll never get done because that's, this country was built off of that. Built off of telling people what to do, built off of imprisoning people and making them do whatever you wanted them to do. And if they didn't do it, you would be violent or some people, you know, killed, whatever the case may be. But that's where I always stood. If we could get past the whole racism part of America, it'll it'll be a thousand times better than what it is right now. That was, that wasn't my first thought. But now that hearing you say it, it's uh, it's a really a good one to pick because. I think you are right. I think uh, racism is one of those things just in general, you know, division in general is is keeps a lot of the things, a lot of the stuff we're going to talk about and the ideas we're going to throw out there that keeps that stuff down Mm -hmm. because people are just too divided to come together to say, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's focus on that. Mm -hmm. So but the first thing that came to my mind was education, Mm. because I look at it like if people can get educated and, and America really focus on educating kids from an early age Mm -hmm. and not just education as far as, you know, book smarts, but just, um, uh, how to communicate with each other, um, Mm. social skills, um, how to live in the world, you know, how to fill an application out, how to, how to, you know, go about daily things in life. If, If America really focused on that, um, I think that would be like a big improvement that would, solve a lot of the things that are happening Mm. um but like you said with the with the racism part and the division part it's just something that you know doesn't seem like it's going to happen because it's just this constant division Mm -hmm. you know we're constantly at each other's throat of you know i hate you because you you stand for this or your religion or your or your race or whatever whatever the case may be and a lot of that comes through social media and a lot of stuff mm-hmm. like that where people are just hating on each other and everybody wants to pick a side. Um, yeah. But yeah, if, that, if we can get past that and then really focus on education, start pumping money back into schools and and uh, after school activities and all the things that used to be in the schools that really help people get 
prepare for life, I think that would be a, a, a good start. And the schools have changed. Like, you could argue that they used to be like that. You yeah. know, especially public education. There was a time where it was more geared towards actually producing productive citizens and people who could contribute in a, in a uh, noticeable way. I think now it feels more like education is about babysitting. Yeah. You know, literally to the point where there's um, laws and, and, you know, things in place politically that are about just pushing people through, right? That was the whole controversy with um, the No Child Left Behind Act that Bush enacted. Mm. It was it was a law on a federal level saying just get push them through no matter just what let them get by yeah like we just need to filter them in through and out of this system in K through 12 so we don't want people being left behind we don't want no people flunking to have to retake cuz that was kind of a that was a mechanism to get people like look we need you at a baseline minimum education level to graduate out mm-hmm. if you can't meet this criteria then you, you shouldn't graduate out they got rid of that so now they're just li- literally passing flunkies through and it's like yeah, so long as you got a pulse, yeah, and you you, do, you don't hit your teacher or, or kill them, then you can make it through the twelfth grade. That's nuts, though. That's yeah, really you, nuts. You got people with a high school diploma that can't read at a fourth grade, fifth grade level. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you wonder how do they? Meanwhile, get in other there. countries, they pumping out straight geniuses left and right. Them kids in certain other countries, they leave knowing two or three languages, so they're able to be viable on the global scale. In the global economy, they can. Do business with other countries. I barely know my language. You barely, yeah, you barely know English. What you mean? You just said it. How you gonna, huh? How you gonna ask me a question about a thing you just said? Because I know some words. No, even even <laughs> back back in the seventies, eighties, when I was going through school, um, you know, whenever we would we would talk about you know more prominent schools, uh-huh. those kids would say, yeah, we do we were doing geometry in fifth grade. You know, we're in in the in the hood schools. <laughs> Is that such a thing? A hood school? We was farting in bathtubs. <laughs> yeah, we were like, we were just getting into algebra. You know, where but more prominent schools were like doing geometry and right. trigonometry and stuff like that. So they were like way more advanced just with their <laughs> curriculum, ergonomics. You know, so they were learning. They were way more advanced as far as learning right, right. than the inner city schools. That's what I meant to say. But um, but now it's just gotten way worse. What would Dave? What would? Well, I'm interested. What would? What would? Uh, I want to say something with, along the lines of money. Like I think right now the the wage issues in the country are really bad, and I think I'm really concerned about some sort of um kind of class based war or like issue happening because it's getting really bad. It's getting to the point where inflation is nuts. And they paying people the same stuff now that they was paying them 20 years ago for certain, you know, certain levels of jobs. And it's like we can't keep up. And so I think that's having a a trickle down effect that's really impacting our ability to even maintain as a world power for years to come. Like because I work in higher ed right now. So a big conversation in higher ed is like there's not enough college age kids even being born Like, like they haven't been born. So there's now like a. A cliff for how many students can attend colleges So a lot of colleges are up in arms Because they're like, dang, we can't make the revenue We think we were going to make Because mm-hmm. we're just not getting people through the door mm-hmm. Forget the business stuff of that, putting that aside It's like, the fact that there's not as many College age kids means people aren't having Kids as much, which is a well documented Thing uh, nationally And it's because a lot of people are just Who wants to bring a kid into this world 
when you ain't got enough money to barely get yourself a place and you know maintain a comfortable life where 50 60 years ago you could be working a factory job and that'll be enough to get you a nice little house a car you could do your family vacations once or twice a year you could just live like a comfortable kind of middle class life whatever the middle class is and i think you and i were talking about this not too long ago like the the term middle class mm-hmm. the face of that has changed because what is middle class now like that's true you know I make okay money And I still feel like I'm behind the eight ball On some things Because I don't even have An opportunity Like It's a lot harder for me To build generational wealth And a big part of that Is because these wages Are just nuts And these people At the top of the heap In each of these businesses Or sectors They're making all the money So that That gap Is widening Yeah It's like The people at the tippy top They're making Hand over fist Money in their salaries And then the people At the bottom Are just struggling um, I don't know what that's going to mean I, I think that's for the economists to figure out But I guess I'll go with that one Just because y'all already talked about two big ones I mean either one of y'all's you could argue Is the biggest thing um, But I would go with like I would probably change the wage Situation in America Because if we can build a little bit more Equity in that I think a lot of people will be happier Which might lead to then other Um Accomplishments and people being able to do positive things for themselves if they were just a little more stable and a little happier with, with where money is. Mm. But one thing that I will say this before we go to Benny, I, I feel like one thing that has always confused me about um, inflation, and I, I need an expert to explain this to me, is like, where does it stop? Because if you raise my salary up so that, like, I'm making, let's say, 100K to adjust for inflation, like, well, then now is milk just going to be $19 a gallon now? But then where does... Is that devaluing the dollar? Like, I get so confused about stuff like that. But anyway, that was an aside. Mm, right. Where does inflation stop? Because it's like, dang. I can help you out with that. Benny? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, this probably will help Dave out. Um, no, nah, I'm only kidding. Weight loss. No. Nah, oh. But um, my biggest change would be free college education for the whole country. More Boston cream donuts. Because education, like you were saying, is huge. Um, mm-hmm. And... A lot of people don't have the opportunity because they can't simply afford to advance in their whatever it is they love or whatever it is they want to do. And that would create more job opportunities for so many different people if they were just simply able to just continue their education after high school. Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. th- that's my biggest thing right there is just free free college education for the whole country. Yeah. They do that places, right? Don't they do that in Canada? Yeah. Yeah, there's certain there's countries, countries that do that. that. Yeah. But to, but to piggyback off what Benny said too, going back to the education part of it is, there's a lot of there's what America does have is a lot of ways of making money, mm-hmm. but uh, going back to the education, it's not taught to everybody. Right. So when you're talking about college education and and stuff like that, there is a way of making generational wealth, which a lot of times the 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 poorer people in this country never were privy to before. So they so being able to teach people that so that people know like hey at this age I can start doing this now so when my when I pass away or my kids or my you know when my kids are born I can start doing certain things so that they have it now that starts creating generational wealth and mm-hmm. if you teach everybody the secrets you know it was almost like when Trump uh you know went on in, in uh, the Chappelle skit mm-hmm. when he talked about Trump saying yeah I know how to get around certain things and. I know how to scam the system. You know, there are ways of, of, and I'm not saying be scam artists, but what I'm saying is there are ways of getting life insurance or, 
or having a home that you pass on that's, you know, something generational that you can do. But a lot of people, they don't know that because it's yeah. not being taught to them. So they just, they go through life just, okay, I'm going to rent a house and then I'm going to, you know, get a job and I'm going to live out my life. And then their kids just, when their parents pass, they just like, so there's ways of doing things. However that is, I think that needs to be taught to us. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. And then by two generations down the road, you'll see people doing a whole lot better and actually profiting from what the United States is all about. Not just the one percenters continually, you know. Uh, you know, it makes what everything y'all just said, that makes me think about what Dev said right at the beginning. And Dev, I think it was probably the best point. Unfortunately, to be a pessimist, like all that you just said, Pop, is what this country's built on. I think they, they want people to be ignorant to certain things because that's how that's how you you maintain um what's it called uh a capitalist society like a capitalist country capitalism is built on the idea that there's winners and losers so you need losers in this system in order for it to be what it is um and that's the unfortunate part but you're right if, if more people had access i think we would see a little bit more equality um how that would impact the country long term you know is is to be seen but I think these were all really good ones. This was a, a good question of the week, and I'm excited to hear what uh, other people have to say, Dev. Yeah. Some of the controllers when we put it out there this week. Because I'm pretty sure people have... This is something that I feel like, you know, you're... you're this conversation is you're, you're watching TV or you're at the house. You might see something come on over your social media page. You might see something on, you know, on the news. And you have this thought in your mind, and you might say it to your partner who's next to you. You might say it to your kids. But it's not something that people ever talk about openly. I feel like even if they do, they're arguing about it. You're never really having a conversation about something like this. It's usually you're defending your point or you feel as though you need to scream louder than the person next to you for your point to be heard. So controllers we have, you know, that we have out there when you're typing stuff in and you're talking to us, realize that this is an open conversation. No answer is going to be looked at like, oh, you dumb or or you're stupid. It's it's all for the fact of us learning and, and, and understanding people's perspectives and what they go through on a daily, because at the end of the day, your voice can be heard wherever. So we don't want people to skip over it. Cause it might be a little too You know what I mean? Cause sometimes topics like this can get a little bit too raunchy and people can feel like they're saying a little too much. Just talk, talk your talk. We want, we want people to understand. We want people to feel free to say whatever they want to say. It is something that a lot of people have on their mind. And it is something that you should get off your chest and talk about. So when you're voting this week and when you're talking this week on the socials, just let us know. YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, whatever you have, just let us know. DM us personally. People have done that before in the past as well. Just let us know. We're interested. We're very interested to hear. Yeah, that was a good, good question. Yeah. But yo, fellas, I mean, you know, you already know what time it is, right, Dave? I mean, does does, does it need to be said, Dave? Does it need to be? Does it need to be said? It is Dave. Llama. You know what time it is. Yeah, NFL season's upon us, Dad. NFL season is here, baby. It's not a. It's here, baby. Best time of the year, right? It's the dude when it's the the fall's coming in. 
it, the, the smell in the air changes You feel me It's not It's no longer 97 You saw Pop outside. got his eye black Out the um the drawer The dresser the other yeah. day Pop yep He's gonna write lurch Underneath his eyes Put <laughs> <laughs> some eye black of, on Every morning The memory of his dog That ran away The flags out Front of the house Yep Make America good again Best, best time of the year I Benny think, put I his think jersey football, On his cats Yep <laughs> Football is the purest To me uh, six. Uh, is it seventeen games? Mm-hmm. Every game counts. Now, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just the best time of the year. I mean, it's it's uh, every game is an event. Um, and don't get me wrong, I like baseball and basketball, but you know when you get into the dog days of summer and all you all you got is a Phillies game, uh, yeah. it's kind of like and you know just sweating. <laughs> but the wind up, you know, <laughs> two count. You could be anywhere. I mean, I I could I could tell stories of. Different different times when I was uh, really into football and, and being the weirdest situations. I remember one time. I don't know if you guys remember, but mm-hmm. uh, when Daviana broke her arm. Mm, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, we, I was in the hospital with her. She broke like her forearm. And the she Eagles were playing the Patriots. <laughs> so she's in the thing, and I'm like watching the game on the <laughs> the so, hospital but, screen. Yeah. So that's just you know, or you got to go to some party and it's on a on a Sunday. Right, right. And you're like mad because, you know, football is the best, man. Football is the best yeah. season. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, Birds looking good this year. <laughs> Jailers. <laughs> he thought he was going to have a friend. I Bird thought y'all was all going to go, yeah. <laughs> Birds looking good this year. <laughs> I thought I was getting the crowd riled up. Kill it with that one. Uh, Just because you took Jalen Hurts sunglasses don't mean that you can <laughs> be all hype about him. Listen, man. I had a purpose before y'all had an opinion. Jalen Hurts got the best quotes in the NFL. I'm excited to see what quotes he comes up with this year. He can't top last year. I had a purpose before you had an opinion. I'll try and get that tatted on my arm. (laughs) For real, for real. That was was one of the toughest quotes I ever heard. That joint is fire. But no, man, I mean, football in America is just, like Pop said, there's no other. Like, I feel like this is how soccer is. Like for other countries, like with countries that soccer is very yeah, prominent point, and they, yeah. this is how it is in America. You could talk about it with anybody, literally. You could talk about it with anybody at work. You could talk about it with your family members. And then it's always the little rivalry between teams. Like I know some people in my job who are Cowboys fans, who are Giants fans, and it's always the jabs at work. Knowing that it's all love, it's all football, you know, it's a part of the sport. People like, you know, one of, one of the better memories, and I know we always talk about it, was... Um, the Eagles winning the Super Bowl But it was a big memory Because we got to watch that with Pop And it was something that he wasn't able to do With his father So it's like a, a thing that We could come together and say like Wow we got to experience that And like this the pure joy of Everybody celebrating in the streets And everybody's going out It's it's something that I always remember And it's something that It's exciting now Because the Eagles Jalen Hurts baby <laughs> We back baby The Eagles are looking good the team is here. We we had the best draft this year. We went to the Super Bowl, came back, had the best draft in the NFL. So it's like you can't even think about not going back without thinking about like wow, we not only we did we set ourselves up to go back this year, but we set ourselves up to go back for years and years to come mm-hmm. where it's gonna be the Chiefs and the Eagles and that that's gonna be the rivalry that builds up because we keep seeing each other in the Super Bowl. I, I was telling David the other day, like like you know, when you see like uh dynasties like the Patriots or the Dallas Cowboys back in the nineties, like where they had like a stretch of success. You know, you never see that in Philly sports, but just maybe for a few years. You know, the Phillies, the O eight Phillies, they had that stretch between O eight and twenty eleven. 
Yeah. You know, that's but, probably the most recent. You one. know, it's like the Dr. J one, right? Where he was him and no, not even. Well, the Sixers, yeah, but they 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 were going. They they probably went from like seventy eight to like eighty four, where they had that stretch, but they only won one championship. Mm. But it's like I want to see that in Philly again. I, I I really think the Eagles can be that team. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be championships every year, but I just want to see sustained success. Yeah. Where we're like in the mix every year, and we you know. Maybe we get another one or two between that. That would be awesome. That'd be lit. Yeah. Cruise control at the parade, baby, or at the... I'm never going to the parade again. If we win, never going to the parade again. I will go to the after Super Bowl Too much drunks. The after Super Bowl celebration was fun, though. After we won, that part before the other part happened, <laughs> that part was fun. The, the celebrating and drinking with random people. Everybody uh, threw on their car alarm on the block. Everybody on the block was playing Dreams and Nightmares. Yeah, like, I it can't was just do that. Fun. I need, I need porta potties on deck. Yeah, Pop couldn't go out. Pop had work the next morning. <laughs> Eagles won the Super Bowl. Pop was like, <laughs> all right, fellas. <laughs> start white. Benny starts swinging his cats around like this by their paws in a, in a happy circle. <laughs> Twirling them. <laughs> we did it. Snuggles, we did it. <laughs> Come here, mittens. <laughs> Yeah, what are what are their what are their names? Uh, so there's five of them. Your mind is the number. It's Boogie, Luna, uh, Nezuko, Beerus, and Ron. Beerus, Honeycomb. Yeah, my yeah, favorite I is Nezuko. <laughs> it's from an anime. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Beerus is from Some an of them anime I didn't catch. Well. Yeah, Beerus is from anime. Beerus is from anime. Which one you remember? Luna. Because <laughs> that's our casting. <laughs> I remember testicles. <laughs> no, Nebicold. Um, Mucinex. <laughs> Boogies. <laughs> well, you know, cats. Well, not to change the subject, but real quick. Cats are, are weird because, you know, dogs, they seem to be more like in tune when you talk to them and. The cats, uh, from my experience with the cat I got, you could like call their name and they're just like, they just dumb like yeah. an animal. Like I said, <laughs> they're <laughs> just doing the their own thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do their own thing. They they're not like, you know, like with a dog. You're like here, boy, mm-hmm. and they come to you, mm-hmm. whatever. Cats would be like, yeah, I'm just gonna chill right here. I'm gonna do what I want. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then Stupid they cats. That. They're a lot easier to maintain than the, the dogs. Yeah. Besides the litter box, that shit sucks. But yeah, that's true. They're just not as obedient. No, not even close. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Dave. Uh, what, what's up with you though, Dave? I, how are you feeling about this new season coming in? You, you kind of were the last one to talk to jump in on the subject. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited, and I think. Um, I think to get the controllers ready for the season, mm-hmm. we got three people here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My bad, Benny. I ain't <laughs> no, I felt so out. bad. We got three people here and one person behind the camera who watch football. Right. Uh, so we got four people here. <laughs> Wait. I want to prime. Well, we got five people here. Quick math. <laughs> Listen, no. Just go around and count. We, the only, there's only three people doing fives. He can't. We're going to do a top five. The glasses cut this part of his face off. We're going to do a top five, and I want to do the top five teams going into this NFL season. Oh, snap. Okay. So that the people have a primer and can know from us experts, because we are three experts. Uh-huh. Me, the biggest expert. 
Literally. <laughs> and then pop, and then you. Because you a nut. You think you know everything about football because you do like 19 fantasy drafts, but you a top nut. I'll be winning thousands of dollars off of fantasy football league. Stop playing with me. You don't know nothing about football, Dev. You you whack. You don't know no strategy. You don't know no plays. This bull pop used to play offense and defense for Edison. And special teams. Pop never took a break. They had 11 players they on had the to, team total. They had Pop to have had a to. water boy running with Pop on the field, giving him water during kickoffs. <laughs> no, Pop. Because he couldn't even take a water break. Pop had the backpack on with the <laughs> with the water straws. In they it. gave Pop his own bag of orange slices at halftime so he could fuel up. That was his nickname. Yeah, Lurch. <laughs> Lurch. Lurch. Alex said his nickname was Lurch. <laughs> <clears throat> So we experts over here, and you was trash at football too. So you that they delegitimizes you even further. I'm not. I'm gonna say this one last time on the cruise control because I said it before. Me and David had the same coach, and that's one coach said I was better than David at football, and that's Never. all I'm gonna say. And, and that we coach, had the same coach, that coach had a mental illness, and we played the same position. Yeah, yeah. And the, that coach that said coach I didn't was say better that. than David. He 100% did. We could bring him on the pod next week. <laughs> <laughs> next week's special guest is our shared coach, apparently, that we had. Because I don't remember that neither. I'm way older than you. I don't remember that because he... I had Coach Clematis. You <laughs> thought it was Coach Boone. <laughs> yeah, Coach Clementine. Nah. I had Coach Boone and Yost. <laughs> Who push, you had? Push or pull him? <laughs> you had the coach from BSI. Roy yeah, Johnson. <laughs> But let's do our top five NFL teams going into this season. Coach Clematis. All right, go ahead. That's Dave. our top five. Um, little caveat. When you when you say the team, give mm-hmm. a little reason why. Okay. You little rank ca- them at that point. At little that caviar. Point. We'll do. We'll do. But first, I got to spit this verse, Pop. Let me spit it like this. Yo. Go ahead, Dave. Let me get a caveat. Put a little caviar on my chip. Uh-huh. Because we about to win the chip. Okay. The Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, sir. Devin got a beagle. Psyche got a basset hound. And that John stink. I hope it get lost in the airport. <laughs> I wish Clay would get lost. And Benny's cats. <laughs> I'ma get the gat. Okay. Shoot you right up in the back. Okay. America sucks. Our education system sucks. Everything sucks. What's Racism up? stinks. What's up? What's up? Sucks. <laughs> Install a new sink in your kitchen. Uh-huh. Listen, okay. Alex is 20. What is missing? One, 21. Alex still don't get no buns. <laughs> he's tons of fun. Drinking wine coolers till he start crying. <laughs> now we all flying. Oops, I lost my dog. Guess I'm gonna be crying in the courtroom. Lurch! <laughs> Lurch. <laughs> all right, Dev. You won last week <laughs> So who's going first Alright I won last week And we we, we It's three of us it's Pop's doing us. five too Pop's doing five Benny's too. doing one And then Alex You could just Say stuff Be quiet No you can say stuff over there But we're not gonna acknowledge it <laughs> Cause you're not 21 yet Yeah once you turn 21 You get a mic yeah. You can put your elbow <laughs> On the camera like this <laughs> Alright Since I won last week I'm a I'm a let I'm a, You know what I'm just, We're just gonna go In order like this so I'm gonna let Pop go first and then it's gonna go you, and it's gonna come back to me at the end. So I thought you were gonna start it off. <laughs> I won. Why do I gotta listen to you? All right, yeah, you won. All right, go ahead. So you pop, up first, pop, pop starting first. Right, so, so my number, we're going number five, 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 four, first. three, two, one. Yep. All right, let me check. top five teams in the NFL. You want me to go for this first year? Time? No, I got it. You sure? Yeah. Let me just. He got to listen to everything. He's been preparing for this for three weeks. Uh, he texted it to mom. <laughs> 
Babe, listen, remind me. <laughs> Siri. All right, so my number five team, uh-huh. uh I put the 49ers. Mm. Dallas is nowhere near my top five. Of course not. Okay. So I don't even like saying that name. <clears throat> but the 49ers for their defense. But the reason I put them at number five is because I'm not sold on their quarterback. Mm. <clears throat> Coming back from injury. Um, I think their offense is not going to be as good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think their defense and whatever they do get on offense, oh, oh, they're going to be in the mix again. So that's that's my number five, San Francisco 49ers. Mm. All defense because you're not you don't believe in the offense. Well, they got Brock. like that's why you're putting them at five. Well, yeah, they, 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 they have a big question at quarterback. That's what it is. They got some playmakers on on their offense, but. I, th- I think they're gonna they're gonna come back some on on offense, okay. because their defense is so strong. I think they'll they'll be in the mix. So I put them at number five. All right, uh, coming in at number five for me, I'm gonna actually maybe go with a little bit of a surprise here, but I'm gonna go with the Jacksonville Jaguars at five. Mm, for that. some reason, I, I when I when I watched the playoffs last year and I saw Doug Peterson leading that J- Jaguars team, I was like, I could see it where he's going to start having them be competitive for years to come. And they they really balled out. I mean, with a young team and that young quarterback, they were still able to make some noise. So I think they're just going to improve. And I could see the Jags this year being one of them teams where they got a couple guys like that just came out of nowhere, kind of no name pickups that maybe Doug mind you know. Diamonds in the rough kind of thing, mm-hmm. and they'll be back to being legitimate again. So I, I could see them ending the year being a top five team. I think Trevor Lawrence got the skill set for it. I think they've got some good players at key positions, and the coaching makes all the difference in the world. Side note: we see how much how big coaching is because the Colorado thing with Prime too. Like a good coach who can motivate the players the right way have guys playing totally above their heads sometimes. Because mm-hmm. why did Deion Sanders go to Colorado and now he's got them winning, beating the former runner-up of the national championship last year. Mm-hmm. Sometimes coaching makes all the difference. So I'm going to go with the Jags at five because of Doug Peterson. But they're, they're also not – like that team is not that – the TCU is not that good. I mean, they're runners could up, say that, but they but lost, they, they lost everybody who won them the championship or got them to that point. But it's a program that has that pedigree because they did make it to the national championship last year. So you can't just try to boost them down. Um, and also Colorado won one game last year. We're not talking about – College football, but Colorado really wasn't a great team. And no, but just, Doug, Doug is a good motivator. And, that's and, all I'm saying. And Jacksonville always had a good D too. Pause. Oh. Yo, right, hold up on that one. Lurch. <laughs> I got Jeffy Chestnut. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Jacksonville got the best D I ever seen. <laughs> that's the title. Yeah. Jacksonville always had a good D. Lurch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, coming in at number five for me for top five NFL teams this year. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to put the uh, the New York Jets on there at number five. Here's the Three reason. Losses. Here's the reason. One, top five defense in the NFL. Easily. Easily. Sauce Gardner, the best cornerback. Quinnen Williams, probably the best defensive tackle in the league. They're stacked on every position in the line, and they got better at cornerback by adding some safeties in the offseason. Second off, Aaron Rodgers is one of the best players ever to play football. Garrett Wilson won Offensive Rookie of the Year last year. 
Brees Hall was a thousand yard rusher and he got hurt and they picked up Dalvin Cook. Yeah, I know my football shit. I know this football <laughs> stuff. Like this ball going off a of pure. He motivation. got it on his phone. I'm looking at the, he got Tessalari up right now. I'm looking at the Bengals. The rest Bengals defense. Yeah, rest in peace of Tessalari. But no. The Jets, the Jets. What people got to understand is they they almost went to the playoffs last year, with and and then their division with um, what's his name, the Wilson, <laughs> Zach Wilson, their quarterback, boys pure caca. <laughs> <laughs> and like and that's coming from a, a fan who watches it. He would torch me in a game of football. He would fry me. But he is and at the top level. He is really bad. And. The, the one As of the, Tommy would say he's a chancleta. Yeah, he's a chancleta, bro. He is cocky out of the bottom of my butt. And they almost made it to the playoffs. They had a winning record. The guys, uh, Salia, the coach, got them moving. Salia. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce his last name. But uh, he, he's like a great defensive coach. A lot of the players love playing for him. But they're only going to get better. And that's the scary thing about the Jets. The only thing that's that's questionable about the Jets is their offensive line. Um, they've been called out a lot last year and this year. Not their fault because they don't spend money on offensive line. They spent money on Aaron Rodgers and getting him weapons. Because when he came in, he asked for weapons and they gave it to him, but they didn't give him protection. So that offensive line is going to nah. be the detriment to the Jets. That's why I put him there because my biggest, I'm a big offensive line wins you championships. That's where I always said offensive line is going to get you to where you need to get to. So they don't the, they don't got many playmakers though on offense either. Yeah, they do. Garrett, they got Garrett Wilson. They picked up um, receiver wise. No, they got they got him. They got the uh, the guy Lazard that the Aaron Rodgers had asked him to That's come. That's why I said over. they got a couple recycled Lazard and who's they the other guy? Randall Cobb. Cobb. Yeah, they got the guy. Uh, but like I said, they got the two headed monster with Brees Hall and and Dalvin Cook at, in the run game, and then you got Aaron Rodgers. They're gonna do good. It's just the offensive line can they protect them for that long? Jets yeah. number five for me. All right. Question my number four. Y'all know this shit. Number <laughs> four for me, I put the uh, Cincinnati Bengals mm, in a number four. Bengals. Um, mm. They're just going to be good, I think, for years to come. They, they're their quarterback, um, Joe Burrow. Joey B. They got one of the best quarterbacks in the league, one of the best receivers in the league. He's going to get a crazy contract. Um, and cash and cash. Out. Their defense it's is sustainable. Not the greatest of defenses, but but you know a defense that will get them there. So I think they're going to be in the mix. Um, I don't see them going all the way yet, but number four for me is Cincinnati. All right, that's a good one. Coming in at number four for me, um, I'm actually going to go with another. Bit of a surprise. It might be a surprise to y'all, but I think I'm going to go with the Dolphins at four. I think the there's something about that coach <laughs> and all the stuff that Tua went through last year. You know, I, they have legitimate talent on that team, so they have players who can play and who can who can ball out. Even with Jalen Ramsey getting hurt, because I know he got hurt. Yeah, he won't come back to the end of this. But I think they still have a really good team. Um, they were competitive most of last year. They just had all that controversy with Tua and the, you know, they didn't put him out for concussion protocols and all that nonsense. But I think this year he'll come back a little bit sharper, um, and his quarterback play can go a long way towards keeping them competitive. So I think by the end of the season they'll be a top five team record wise. So that's why I'm putting them um, at number four. I'm going to go with the Dolphins because of Tua. Because that coach, I think they got they got a little special sauce there that's going to be happening. Pause. Tua's brain is scrambled. 
Um, he got a scrambled egg in his head right now. That boy, no, he's, he's a good player. He's I, I respect them. He he's Hawaiian. He be doing the the John that they do in the beginning of the games when he be tapping their legs and they just <laughs> he be doing all that shit. His brain is scrambled, bro. He's one concussion away from yeah, being done, bro. You know? And I love him as a player. He got heart. You know what I'm saying? He definitely got Hawaiian pride. But <laughs> yo, his brain is a Hawaiian roll right now. <laughs> John is, is not good. They Yeah, I like him as a playoff team. I, I just thought they were, I th- I, well, I think they're going to take a little step back this year. Yeah, mm. they need, they'll they, still be a playoff team. They're going to need a new quarterback. I, and again, I love Tua. I think he's a great player, but it's just those hits stay with you. And that, that his, it's going to take one, all it is is one thing. One, one head hit, one throw to the ground, and he's done. And it's sad. I, I, he should have hung it up, but, you know, I respect this fight, and I respect them for it. But uh, coming into number four for me, um, I was actually going to say the Bengals. That was that was my number four as well. Mm-hmm. Um, offense, I mean, out of this world, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, um, Joey, Joe, Joey B., as we, as we all know. Um, offensive line is okay. That was a part of the reason why they lost last year. The reason I'm putting them number four is because I'm not sold on their defense yet. They just lost Jesse Bates, who was considered a top five safety in the league. Um, actually, a guy that I was I wanted the Eagles to pick up, but he ended up going somewhere else. And um, it's just they're, they're not really that scary on defense to me, man. And they got the guy Hendrickson, who they gave like an extension to over the, over the offseason, who's like the defensive end. But, I mean, he's not even, like, top in his position, and that's, like, their best player. So their defense in, in a league that got Patty Mahomes, I think we play the Bengals this year. I don't know if that's true or not, but I think they play the the, the Bills, the Jets. They're going to be in the division. They play the Steelers twice a year. They play the yeah. Ravens twice a year. That defense got to hold up against those quarterbacks, man, and against those receivers. So that's the only thing that scares me is that I don't think their defense is up to par with the teams that I have ahead of them. So... I'm gonna go Bengals number four. Okay. What you got? What you got, Pop? At your number three. <clears throat> My number three team, I have uh, the Chiefs. Oh. Um, yeah, I put them at number three. I, I think they're gonna be taking a little step back this year. Mm-hmm. Um, little Super Bowl hangover. Um, I think there's some stuff going on there. A little turmoil with some of their players. Uh. You know, and they're just, you know, skill-wise, they're, they're, this might be sort of a year where they're sort of take a little step back and then, you know, Andy Reid's going to have to reload and get some players in there and, and sure up, you know, some things with the offensive line and stuff like that. So, um, you know, they, they got the target on their head this year. So, you know, not to say they're not going to be in the mix, but I just, I just see them as the number three team. Interesting. Coming in at number three for me, that's that's I'm right there with you. I'm gonna go Chiefs at three. The Chiefs? Yep. <clears throat> Same um, reasons? Yeah, like uh what's his name? Their 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 lead pass rusher, uh is it Chris Jones? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's holding out he's right holding now. Out. So there's some turmoil there. That's never a good sign. When you've got like that contractual turmoil stuff, it's it's maybe a sign that there's a little bit of an erosion of the foundation. The other thing is, to Pop's point, they have gotten so thin. At, cert- at certain key spots As great as Mahomes is They really have no receivers mm. Like who was their best receiver last year? Juju Smith-Schuster? Travis Kelsey 
he's a tight end. I'm talking about their receiving. Oh, uh, receiving core. Yeah, uh, like they got like Valdez, Scantling, and Kader- stuff, right? Kadarius Tony. Tony is nothing. They got him from the Giants. He's good. He's just injury prone. He's he's not a and he's yeah, not a mover and shaker. Juju though. Juju was their next one after. Yeah, that. and he went to the Patriots, right? Because yeah, he was doing TikToks and stuff. Yeah, they they're just. I mean, there's after a certain point, it's like now if Mahomes brings lifts them up, then. I mean, he's already in the conversation for one of the best players, but if he can somehow lead this receiving core to the promised land again or prominence, then he's got to be given the flowers. But I predict they'll take a step back, um, so I'm going to put them at three. They're still going to be good because of Mahomes. They're right. just not going to be top two. And if anything with sports, you, you know, success always breeds. You know, there's always other teams start picking at your at your coaches and, you know, Look at the Eagles when they won the Super Bowl. It was like start losing players, start losing coaches. And f- they finally lost Bienemy. Yeah, he, he wants, you know, he that wants was, the head coaching job. Yeah, yeah, so if he can get if he can get Washington rolling, then um, coming to number three for me, um, I'm obviously not going to say the Chiefs. I think that's asinine. Um, the Bills are going to be my number three team. Um, offensively, Josh Allen. Diggs, Gabriel Davis. They picked up the ball. Dalton Kincaid in the no, I don't think. Yeah, Dalton Kincaid in the draft, who's a tight end, and then they also have Dawson Knox. They want to do the two tight end thing like the Patriots did. Mm-hmm. Um, have a great offensive line. Their offensive line is led by the guy um, who went to Temple. I think his last name is Deion Dawkins. Mm-hmm. He was a Temple grad. Shout out to Deion Dawkins, straight up monster. Um, defensively. I mean, they got the ball to Mar Hamlin, who's probably single-handedly going to get all their... <laughs> and he's playing this year, too. They're going to mm-hmm. bring all their energies up. The ball to Davies White. They got Carlos Hyde. Or Mika... Is it is it Mika Hyde or Carlos Hyde? What is it? Mika Hyde. Mika Jekyll Hyde. Hyde. Mika Hyde, Jordan Poyer. They got the ball Matt Milano, who was coming off of a... Uh, he think, I think he made second-team All-Pro. Leonard Floyd, Ed Oliver on the defense. Um... I mean, they're stacked. They're stacked from front to back, honestly. The only thing about the Bills is that they always seem to choke in the bigger games, and that's that's on Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why Diggs is so frustrated with him. That's why a lot of people have been questioning his heart is because when he gets in the playoffs, you have the team around you, and somehow you keep losing. Is it the coaching? Is it the quarterback? And it, it tends to be the quarterback. Mm-hmm. So we got to see... When the pressure is put on his shoulders, will he step up to the game? And so far, he hasn't shown that. So that's why I'm putting the Bills at number three. All right, number yeah. two, Pop. So my number two team is actually the Bills. <clears throat> so I, I I agree with a lot of things Devin said. I have him more as as my number two team because I just think they've been on that brink, mm-hmm. and um, I think there's going to be some maturity with that team and 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 some stuff. I also always like the Bills because I I you know their home field advantage. It's like a big deal for me. For them to lose, I think they lost to the Chiefs last year at home, right? Mm-hmm. That was that was a devastating loss for them. But um, playing, I thought it was going to be them and the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Yeah, playing them uh, at Buffalo in in December is a tough tough go. Mm-hmm. If they can maintain and and um, do their thing, I think they'll be one of the top two teams mm-hmm. um, at the end. Yeah, for some reason I, I'm just not my my spirit is sizzling, and it's telling me the Bills are not. I think they're going to take a major step back for some reason. I don't know what it is. Maybe they're going to be hit hit with a big injury or something. 
But for some reason, I just feel like maybe they're going to be out of the mix this year. They would have been in my number four spot at where the Dolphins are. But when I was making my top five, I was like, I just have a gut feeling. A lot of this for me, my top five this week is gut feeling stuff. I just think this is how this is going to shake out. But mm. for number two for me, um, I think y'all put them a little low. I'm going to go with the Bengals at two. Y'all already talked about the Bengals a ton, so I'm actually not going to spend a lot of time. Plus, I'm hungry and there's food upstairs. But uh, Joe Burrow is real. And that, that they got a, two really good receivers. That alone is going to make them um, a legitimate candidate. And I just think they're they're itching to kind of get over that hump. Um, so I'll go with them at two. Coming in at two for me, uh, the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. Benny, what's your number one? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's simple. The Bull has literally had the same team for the past years and been in the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, it's just... He's just that boy. It's, it's simple. He does it with one player, Travis mm-hmm. Kelsey. He has a good offensive line. Don't get me wrong. Um, the, the center dude, um, what is his name? Creed Humphreys. He's like considered up there with Jason Kelsey as one of the best in the league. Fried chicken. He's a, uh, he's, <laughs> what's that? You don't remember for the, you know, see the, the quarterback drone on Netflix? No, no, no. That's it. No, no, no. That was like a viral moment. Oh, yeah. There, there was, there's a documentary on Netflix called Quarterback. I don't know if y'all have seen I've heard that. about it. Yeah. yeah. So Mahomes is one of the quarterbacks that's um, highlighted, and so they're just following him around, kind of seeing what a day in the life is oh, with a quarterback. His his wife. So they right? did a question thing, and <laughs> and they asked his wife, uh, "What's his Patrick's favorite, favorite cheat meal?" And without hesitation, she was like, "Fried chicken." <laughs> Mind you, she's white, and he's what half black. Yeah. Um, and he was like, "Nah, it's Mexican food." <laughs> 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 but everybody was getting on her because she's like, "Why?" Would you- and why'd you say it like that? Right, like Dev's trying to get rid of racism in the country. That's not a good start. <laughs> it's all because of Pat Mahomes' big tooth wife. Hey, he should have backed her up and said fried chicken. Even, even fried chicken, but she said it like <laughs> with that much conviction. Aunt Jemima or something like that. Nah, but Pat Mahomes is, is literally the only reason that the Chiefs are where they're at. And he continues to fry the league every year. I don't know why you guys had him at three. It's not even... <laughs> It's not even a question. That Valdez guy, Scantling. That guy, and he won a chip with Valdez Scantling. I mean, what do you want, Dave? They'll, they'll, they'll be good. They just, I don't think they're, they're number two good. The they're going to go back to the chip. Now, wait, before we do number one, I know Benny always gives his number one. I feel like, Benny, look at me. Are, do I, do, are you going where I think you're going? Yeah. Dev, you going where I think you're going? I think I am. Pop? Who's your number one? Let's all talk about it All four of us At one And time. plus Alex can say stuff From the bleachers At one time You didn't even let the EAGLES part play out Well no We about to do that I'm not I told you I'm not doing that Yeah we're gonna chant Before we leave That's chalked You're gonna do it In your scrubs too <laughs> I hate when I go out To random places and Everybody got the Eagles Number one yes Yeah Yes Benny Jaylen Why are you hurts. going With Eagles at number one Jalen Hurts yep. What about him uh, Goat Quarterback <laughs> Let him speak. Go off rip. Let Dean speak. He got the mindset of a Michael Jordan. He's out there like a killer. He got uh, signed to Jordan this year, right? As an Jordan. endorsement yeah. deal? Yeah, he's throwing to A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. Talk about it. Ah! O-line looking crazy. 
I mean, the list can go on and on. I let y'all. I let y'all take it over right there. Yeah, yeah I, spot on. I, I, I like their depth. Mm-hmm. I like. I like. Uh, not, I like the addition of the running back uh, Swift. Mm-hmm. He's going to be huge. Uh, like you said, the offensive line. Not only the offensive line, but the the backups. So even if if something happens, God forbid, we get some kind of injury. I, I like the backups on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Um, I like our defense. And, the, and what I was saying about the Chiefs, I like our mixture of young mm-hmm. and older and veteran players. Right. So which is important. Uh, Howie Roseman did a great job of, of setting this team up for years to come. Um, so we're going to have some mainstays from years to come, from from receiver to offensive line to defensive line. Mm-hmm. You know, he set it up where every year you just have to tweak it, add a player here or there, do some free agency. Um, yeah, they got a tough schedule. Um, I don't think they're going to have the same record as last year, but that's just going to toughen them up for the playoffs, and they'll be they'll be in the in the Super Bowl again. I can see like twelve and five. Yeah, like I say, why not us? Like we 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 deserve that consistency, that pedigree. But to your point, like if you've seen any of the other dynasties. This is what they end up having. This is the formula that a dynasty takes. Right. You have the quarterback. Right. Which is like a Tom Brady-ish, uh, Troy Aikman-ish, a Pat Mahomes-ish. And then you you bring in a good offensive line and you sustain that, which the Eagles have done. Mm-hmm. And then you go from there. You know, defense. I want to say, I'm, I'm curious to see how the defense is going to be without their defensive coordinator. I'm glad yeah. he's gone. But yeah, I, I can see them improving on on defense. Well, it's top nine. Jonathan Gannon, yo, that that viral clip from this week was hilarious. Did you see hilarious. that? No, he did a. They had like a, you know all access whatever had the camera in the. Uh, actually, I think it was the Cardinals. The Cardinals did like social a, media a hard knocks. Yeah, they were recording, so he was doing a speech to his guys, and he was like, "Who drove here?" And he had guys raise their hand. He was like, "Who took the bus?" And nobody raised their hand. Nobody. Everybody was like. He's like, did y'all have a fire in your gut on your way here? If you didn't, you better get it quick. And then it went all over social media, and everybody's like, why are you asking these guys if they took the bus? All these multimillionaires. <laughs> Who took the bus to practice that day, you idiot? He said, I'm looking for fucking killers. <laughs> like the most uninspiring dude. Yeah, big, yeah he's, a, he's a weirdo. Big teeth bull. No, makes me think that... He, uh, a lot of it was carried by just the players, the raw talent on the, the roster, because he was kind of a weirdo, even, you know, in his early years, because um, he was with us, what, two, three years? Two years? Was it just two? Uh, yeah, I think it is just two. I think it was. The Sirianni went to Super Bowl in the second year, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, good riddance to him. But, yeah, you're right, Pop. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be an interesting uh, yeah. change. I mean, we we've talked about it before, but I always say, and I, I said this earlier, I think offensive lines carry a team. If you're not protecting your quarterback, if your center is not smart enough to call out the plays, everything gets ruined. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we have the best offensive line in the NFL. From from left to right, Mylotta, Dickerson, Kelsey, um, Jurgens, who was mm-hmm. the the newest addition to the team. From, we drafted him last year, and um, and Johnson, who's the best tackle in the league. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's just pure. It's, it's, it's simple. You know, Hurts is going to be who he's going to be. A.J. Brown, Smith, Goddard, those guys are going to be good. No matter who, what team they're on, those guys are going to flourish. 
But the offensive line, they start it off and they finish it. And, I mean, it's the best in the NFL. Defensively, I mean, <laughs> it's not even a question, bro. Like, it's we just, might have the rookie of the year on our on our D line. Yeah, yeah. Jalen Carter, the Carter, Carter. The way he Carter from everything we've been hearing, Carter. From everything we've been hearing out of practice, and then with some of the flashes you saw in the preseason, he looks like he might Smith. be the real deal from the rip. Smith. And to and that goes back to Pop point of if you retool the right way, you can have those foundational talents that carry the next mm-hmm. iteration of the team. So like Fletcher Cox is kind of phasing out. Brandon Graham's phasing out, but you got these young guys phasing in, um, and they'll be good for years to come. His nickname they, is Baby Rhino. And they did a good job of, of bringing in uh, that. players that are not only great, but were teammates already. Right. So you got a lot of Georgia Bulldogs who are going to be playing for each other. Yeah, and, everybody liking the clown that, but that's, that's built-in synergy. Yeah. That's built-in camaraderie. They're going to go to bat for each other. And, and, I mean, we've been preaching this for the past years when it comes to Eagles drafts. And Eagles players, like, yo, just go to the fucking best schools and get those players. It was never that difficult to be like, yo, who's always in the chip? Alabama and Georgia? Let me draft players from Alabama and Georgia because they're the championship caliber people. He literally, Georgia, that defense was considered the best defense ever in college football, ever. Mm -hmm. They got them up there with, like, the greatest defenses of all time in college football. And you took four players, five players, yeah, five players from that defense. Like, it's simple, bro. Just take that defense. You took two last year. You took three this year. Take that defense and run with it. They're the, they're the closest to NFL talent that you're going to get. Why not draft those guys? What do, we, uh, <laughs> what do we think of the coach? Like, do we think... I mean, they, they uh, you know, right now he made the Super Bowl last year. Um, but we were talking about Doug Peterson earlier. I like and, Nick and the whole Motivational guy. Do you think... Nick is that kind of guy. I like Coach Nick Sirianni. Too. Fun fact: I met Nick Sirianni at a uh, at a taco shack shack in uh, <laughs> a taco shack in uh, in New Jersey. <laughs> really? Yeah. We went out. We uh, was with Gary Barbera. Nah, it was it was he was with his his wife and his kids, and uh, it was funny because we uh, <laughs> Gary Barbera. Why would he be with Gary Barbera? <laughs> We're gonna tank these prices down with Nick Sirianni. Nah, Nick Sirianni was at this. I forgot what the place was. I think it was called. I forgot what it was called. But uh, I went there with Dale and Gretel, and we were sitting down eating dinner. And then he just walks in with his family, and everybody instantly like it was instant. Everybody took up. People took out their phones, started recording them. Like tall, short. He was like regular. Like he's like probably five ten. A little bit, yeah, a little bit shorter than me. But real nice dude. Very family oriented. where you tall so, so, uh, Seth was up to him For a few minutes You know what I mean It wasn't nothing crazy Because we wasn't trying To disturb his family But as Did you tap tacos It just No it just so happened That as we were Cheers. As we were checking out They had walked out with us So that's how we kind of like How we met So like Gretel had went up to them And said something to him And he laughed And you know he was, Gave he him was, a pass play On the napkin He was a, he was a nice dude <laughs> Yeah I said do, I said do uh, Computer blue No what's the job From the little giants the annexation of Puerto Rico. <laughs> it's a nice throw, Ice Chess. <laughs> nah, man, I, I love Nick Sirianni. I think he's at first he was a little cornball, but he's he's definitely grown on me as a coach. I think the players yeah. love playing for him, and he and he's a very relatable coach. That another another good hire by Howie Roseman and, and the guys up there, Jeffrey Lurie. And he them. he came off as goofy in his initial press conference, but I think what ended up happening is he's a guy who um, the players love. 
Yeah, and he, he's kind of middle. Like, he, he seems to be a guy that can get, like, be happy with them, laugh, joke around, but he also has, like, a standard of professionalism. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's not a guy that gets too messy with, like, putting throwing players under the bus. Um, yeah, he seems like his men- mental is real stable, and that's yeah. a good sign from the head coach. Yeah. Um, I thought he handled the, the departures really well because that was there was a little bit of controversy with the whole Gannon and was he interviewing with the Cardinals while in Arizona for the Super Bowl. I know he loves Steichen, and, and that was seemed like a tough <coughs> loss, but yeah. both of them he handled with, with class and kind of like, yeah. you know, best of luck to them, blah, blah, blah. Um, he, he promoted that ball who everybody was saying should be promoted. The, um, the guy who was coach. the quarterback's coach. Um, so, you know, it seems like he's just hitting all the right notes. So, yeah, I, I think they'll be all right. I mean, when your team is set up the way they're set up, let's, let's get it. Let's go, Birds. Let's get it, bro. Yeah, I'm excited. Let's get it, man. Excited for the season. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, that has been episode 93 of the Cruise Control. As always, we love you guys. Thank you for listening in to the very end. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. As you know, follow us on the socials at Uncle Dev Foo, at Dave Cruz 267, at Cruise underscore Control Pod on Instagram. If you don't have an Instagram, follow us on Facebook, Dev Cruz, Dave Cruz, or Cruise Control fan page on Facebook. And if you're just watching on YouTube, first you want to like and subscribe somewhere around here. Click the little bell thing that reminds you when we're coming on. And just follow us at Cruise Control Pod on YouTube. Episode 93. Follow Benny at Cat Control. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just put up the cat symbol in the sky and Benny will show up. (laughs) Clean your little box. Llama. (laughs) Big shout out to Pop for being our first on-camera guest. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for showing through, showing up, Pop. Yes. Always here. Love you so much, dude. Appreciate you. Benny, it's your time to shine, man. What's the song? What's the song you're leaving us on? I'm going with uh, Latin Grammys by Action Bronson. Latin Grammys by Action Bronson. Dave, you ever heard this song before, Dave? Mm Mm-mm. You never heard this, John? Latin Grammys. By Action Bronson. He does it in all Spanish. Like you hear him, he's having another conversation in the background with him. So. It is a lot of talking in the background. I'm not. It's, it makes the lyrics clutter. Two dollar bill. Yeah, where the money at? I just, you don't need to say that. That's episode 93, man. We out of this, John Dave. Peace. Yeah, it's easy, y'all.